Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Domain Masters, the longest-running podcast where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. We discuss domains from many different perspectives, including the legal rights of owners and trademark holders, domain values, and monetization strategies. We show you how to utilize domains to drive traffic to your business so you can gain favorable search engine rankings. We discuss power tools of the trade with the power players of the industry every week right here on Domain Masters. Please welcome your host, Victor Pitts. Hello, everyone. This is Victor Pitts. I'm the host of Domain Masters. You're listening to it on webmasterradio.fm. We have a great episode tonight. Our guest is Michael Gilmore. Michael was uh, born in Melbourne, Australia. He's been working in the BBS and the Internet industry for the past 20 years. And during this time, he's founded an ISP. Uh, he's ran a web development house and raised several million dollars of venture funding for an innovative online marketing tool. In the mid-1990s, Michael completed his MBA, majoring in e-commerce. During the first years of his MBA, he founded a successful ISP so he could better understand the economic and technical drivers behind e-commerce. And after raising several million dollars in the venture capital market to develop an innovative online marketing technology, Michael was invited to speak at the World Marketing Conference in Bangkok, Thailand. For a maximum term of six years, Michael served as a director of the Australian Internet Industry Association, um, the last two of which he was the vice chairman. He contributed to forming the Internet uh, industry policies, including privacy, uh, cybercrime, copyright, and chaired a committee for the online advertising standards. Michael's developed an extensive portfolio of domains and in 2007 was one of the founders of ParkLogic, which is now widely considered one of the most sophisticated domain asset management platforms in the world. Most importantly, he loves the flexibility of working with domains that domains have provided to him so he can spend more time with his wife and three children. So without further ado, welcome to the show tonight, Michael Gilmore. I'm delighted to be joined here by Michael Gilmore, who is my good friend from Down Under, down in Australia. He is the executive director and, and one of the co-founders of, of the company called Park Logic. And uh, Michael's going to be um, helping us to understand some of the changes that has happened in, in the industry um, over the last you know, few years and, and more recently, some, some significant changes and, and how it might affect um, our domainer friends out there that are listening that have portfolios that have been monetized on pay-per-click uh, systems. And uh, Michael also is not only going to talk about the industry at large, but also talk about uh, his uh, his company, his business, uh, Park Logic, and, and what it does. And I think you'd be very, very interested in hearing the types of services that they provide. So uh, welcome to Domain Masters, Michael. Thank you very much for that, Victor. Appreciate it. 
Uh, Michael, uh, the first thing is, as I just said in the intro, uh, I want to talk a little bit about the industry. And, you know, we've all witnessed the recession over the last few years. We've all seen um, the effect that it's had on on advertisement dollars and how they're being spent online and and how it's affected the pay-per-click business. We know that there is an impact to our our, uh, uh, friends out in the industry when Google um, allowed uh, clients or advertisers to opt out uh, of of domains, um, we know that had an impact. Uh, the recession certainly had an impact. More recently, uh, Google's made a change, which uh, they banned URL forwarding. Uh, I think that actually goes into effect uh, October first, so I don't believe it has necessarily a direct impact yet, but it's something it will soon. Uh, and you can correct me on that in a minute, if you will. But there's also sure. Yahoo. Yahoo has uh, made a lot of changes, and there seems to be uh, uh, some of their changes. They put caps on earnings for uh, various TLDs, and, and, and as possibly as a direct result of that, uh, a number of companies have have started switching platforms from uh, a Google feed to to a Yahoo feed. So, can you help our, our listeners understand what's going on in in this? Uh, uh, in this industry, and and how do these things affect overall um, the the benefit of investing uh, or putting your names on pay per click services? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure thing. Yeah, you need to think about um, Google and Yahoo. Or tr- Yahoo are trying to actually do. They're trying to provide value for advertisers because that's where their revenue streams come from. And when the uh, that advertiser revenue gets threatened then they'll, they'll bring changes and they'll react. And uh, they obviously try to do this proactively as possible. So you think about some of the things you just mentioned there, where uh, Google allowed advertisers to opt out of their domain channel. Even though everyone knows the domain channel is an outstanding source of highly targeted traffic, they, they allowed advertisers to say, no, I don't want to advertise on there. Um, and then you've got... Uh, uh, Yahoo with the capping dot info, info pairs, and then the URL forward and everything. This is this is Google and Yahoo doing, if you ask me, doing their best to um, combat fraud. It really is what's about. Is they can go to the uh, the advertisers and say, look, if you don't want to advertise in their domain channel, then just turn it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's really what it's all about. It's. Um, it's it's uh, tr- them trying to deal with a lot of the fraud issues. So you've got things like um, stopping URL forwarding. Why? Because Google didn't receive the referrers. They didn't know where the, the source of the traffic was from. And, uh, yeah, so now with using, say, CNames or Signal Name Service directly, they get that information. Uh, you've got the .infos are, are cheap domains, and so you uh, find a lot of the fraudulent people are buying a lot of .infos. And um, and pumping garbage traffic through them, and uh, yeah. So then you got Yahoo responding that way. So this is what it's all about. It's if you ask me, and I know we talked um, offline a bit earlier, uh, Victor, that um, it's it's really the our industry is under siege, and it's under siege by unscrupulous players, and those of us with good traffic, good quality domains generating value for advertisers are being punished by the uh, the unscrupulous players. So so with that being said, um, 
what do do these these changes that Google and Yahoo are doing trying to uh, better serve their their advertisers and to to eliminate fraud? Um, do you think these measures will will make a dent in in the fraudulent effort by some unscrupulous people out there that are, are hurting our industry? Yeah, look, I I think everything helps. It really does. Like one thing that for sure is that both Google and Yahoo are committed to the domain channel. And they're committed to the domain channel because there's a huge bucket of traffic from domains, which is fantastic. Good quality, solid traffic providing value. And they're committed to that. And it's worth hundreds of millions of dollars a year, if not billions. And uh, I think that they're the um, these things they're implementing and have implemented, uh, it, it's almost like if you've got a bowl of jelly and you get a sledgehammer and you go along and hit the jelly – and they're trying to stomp out the, the fraud, and, um, and, but the, the jelly keeps on moving and shifting and changing shape. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm a personal believer that it's time that the industry stands up and says, we need to do something about it. When I say the industry, I'm talking about the, the good domainers in the industry, the ones that have the good traffic, the good domains that aren't doing fraudulent practices. We need to stand up. The companies, the parking companies, which are, which are doing whatever they can to block out the fraud traffic, to, do, to be able to share information, things like that. And we need to provide value for advertisers, increasing value. Can you give an example, Michael, on, on how the industry can take a stand and provide greater value to the advertisers? Yeah, I think that um, one of the first things... Um, I think that we can do is, um, and, and this may go against some people's uh, some people's thinking, is we need to have a way of identifying that you're a good domainer and that who this person is. For instance, right now, ParkLogic gets about, I don't know how many accounts sign-ups a day, and we reject 98% of them as a cost to the business and all that sort of stuff. Uh, why do we reject 98%? Because 98% of them are people claiming to live in the United States. They've got an IP address which is um, from somewhere in China, and they've got a bank account in somewhere in Central America. Yeah, and um, it, it's just one fraudulent thing after another. On the other hand, if there was like in Australia, we have to, have a, to apply for a bank account, you've got to go through a 100-point check. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you show your passport or something like that to open up a bank account. And if we had a similar sort of system for the domain industry and, well, at the same time protecting people's privacy, um, then I think that would actually weed out a lot of the um, uh, the bad players straight away. Like you just make it more and more difficult for someone to be- to behave um, in, a, um, in a hospitable manner. Right. Um, Yahoo. Um, some people are concerned about Yahoo. Obviously, some pe- pay-per-click companies are, are switching over. I think uh, Part had done it. Traffic Z had switched. Frank Schilling had switched. Kevin Ham had switched. So uh, all from Yahoo feeds over to Google feeds. Is is Yahoo still a contender in this, this business for, for domain advertisement? Yeah, that's, that's an interesting question. I think that um, – I, I remember I sat down with the head of the Yahoo um, domain channel a number of years ago, and I, and I said to them, 
I just don't get it. And they said, what do you mean? I said, you guys are trying to compete against Google. And, and you're competing against Google strength. Why do you do this? And they said, well, what else can we do? And I said, well, let's think about this. Google's Achilles heel is transparency. Mm-hmm. Why don't you come to the market and say, we're going to be completely transparent with exactly what the advertiser pays and what we pay you and all that sort of stuff. And so you end up playing the capital value game, where because my domains are with Yahoo and on a transparent feed and everything like that, investors can see all this. They know there's good solid traffic and where it's coming from, and they know how much it's worth. Um, then they'll pay more for that traffic. That's mm-hmm. what a professional investor is looking for and then what they would expect in like the stock market as an example. Mm-hmm. And uh, the problem I think Yahoo has, they're constantly trying to butt heads against Google where Google is strongest. Hmm. Yeah, like the, I remember reading Sun Tzu, The Art of War, um, many years ago where if – if you've got a big sort of massive army up against you, you don't go head on against it. You go along and nibble around the edges and things like that. You change the game. Mm-hmm. You suddenly say, oh, we're not playing chess anymore. We're going to play checkers. You do this sort of thing. So Yahoo, um, I think the pro- that's the problem they have. They keep on trying to play the same game as Google. Mm-hmm. And until they stop playing the same game, then they will fail. Do you do you feel that there is um, do, do you have any concern with um, many of these large portfolios, um, these pay-per-click companies and big portfolios switching over to uh, a Google uh, feed with with that shift? Does it dilute their advertisement base? And and does that will, do you anticipate that would have any sort of um, possible negative consequence on on people or or just the opposite it gives them a more uh more leverage with google because there's more domains producing good quality uh traffic any any thoughts on that yeah no i I, look in any market you always want multiple players why can you get competition and the more traffic flows across to google and uh, if we, we, if we just keep on piping traffic, more and more traffic as an industry to Google, and we uh, remove the traffic from Yahoo, Yahoo will become either less interested in this industry, so they'll buy, bow out of it, or they'll go and um, just pack up the bags and you know, go home. Yeah, It's the same sort of thing. And I think the, um, that's very dangerous um for the industry as a whole if you've got one player then you essentially have a monopolistic situation and you know what if you're sitting there at google and you're charged with meeting certain targets you think well we've soaked up all the traffic and uh we've crunched our margins as far as we could in in the past what are we going to do now and you sort of think well i suppose we'll just have to keep on lowering uh, lowering our payout figures um to meet our next quarterly earnings targets yeah like and who's going to stop them Right, and, and this is where I said to the parking companies, I said, "Look, I didn't get you guys." And the Google parking companies, um, I said to them, "You think about your Google, and you've got to meet your next targets, and otherwise, the market's going to get upset with you." So, so what do you do? You've got to get some more margin anyway, because you can't get more track of it. You've already got all that. You've got to get more margin. So you sort of look around and say, "You know what? I wish we had a parking program. Then we could disintermediate the parking companies." And uh, lo and behold, they've already got a parking program. So, so why don't we just enter the market uh, as Google and have our own parking program, just intermediate the parking, parking companies themselves, and, and you get the idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or what we do is we go along and say, you know what, we're going to only have a, a very few 
parking programs we set have a fee to so we can completely control them. Mm. And that's another strategy. You know? it's, but it's really exercising that monopolistic power. Right. And, um, yeah, um, I think that by the industry, uh, if the industry completely abandons Yahoo, then uh, that'll be bad for Yahoo. It'll be very bad for the industry. Hmm. All right. Well, Michael, I want you to hold on. We're going to uh, break for uh, some commercials from our, our station here. And when we return back, um, we're going to shift our, our conversation focus away from the industry at large and, and talk uh, specifically about uh, uh, Michael's uh, company, Park Logic. I'm very, uh, very interested in hearing more about that, as I'm sure that you will be too. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Domain Masters on Webmaster Radio, and uh, I'm Victor Pitts, your host. Be right back. Domain Masters will be back after this short break. Stay tuned. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Welcome to the Webmaster Institute for Financial Advancement, WebmasterRadio.fm. It's like radio with a Ph.D. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. We're back with more Domain Masters, where we teach you to be the master of your domain. Master of your domain. Here's Victor Pitts. Welcome back to Domain Masters. You're listening to it on webmasterradio.fm. My name is Victor Pitts. I'm your host. Joining us tonight is Michael Gilmore, who's uh, one of the founders and the executive director from parklogic.com down in Australia. Welcome back, Michael. Uh, we want to pick up the conversation um, 
we, we were in the process of transitioning away from the industry and really want to know more about uh, Park Logic because I understand this isn't this isn't your your everyday uh, pay per click company. It's is something quite different. Can you can you uh, explain to our listeners what Park Logic is and and what it's all about? Yeah, what a lot of people may not realize is Parklogic's been around for a long time, and we've we've sort of had a very closed shop mentality where we work with select groups of people to manage their domain portfolios. And so they point their traffic to us, and we, we deal with everything from there. And it was very recently this year we made a um, decision, it was actually a few months ago in some ways, to open up the platform to the wider domaining community. And uh, so what does Parklogic do? Um, Parklogic um, takes traffic into it. We essentially, a good way of thinking is, we auction that tra- traffic off on a domain-by-domain basis every single day, and we point it to where it will get paid the most for that traffic. And we do whatever we can to, one, maximize return for the domain owner, but, two, so that we can um, uh, provide value for advertisers. We do not do things like put mortgage keywords on gaming traffic and hope to get that $10 click. We play it for the long-term game, so we're interested in dealing with people who are interested in the long-term. Yeah, so um, we, so we do optimization, and so we, we manage about close on half a million domains now at the moment, and uh, so the optimization of that traffic to extract the value is a number of levels. The first level is because if you've got a thousand domains and you put them with us, then you'll get the best power level, levels everywhere because we have such an aggregate amount of traffic. The second thing is we do that traffic routing. And we route traffic to both Google and Yahoo solutions, affiliates or even direct advertisers. Wow. Um, so uh, we, we actually feel the industry needs to be mark, migrating more and more towards the direct advertisers. Um, it provides protection for your um, advertising revenues, your domain revenues. The, the next thing we, we, we do in terms of optimization um, is that look at the content of the pages and we say, okay, what can we do with the content, better matching of keywords, whether they're foreign language, whether they're uh, English, uh, all that sort of stuff. And then finally, we have some interesting new technologies. For instance, um, we look at a portfolio of domains. We know the top 20% actually works in the PPC arena, arena, but the bottom 80% doesn't. It really doesn't. There's no traffic safe for them. It just doesn't perform. And so we've partnered now with um, a company called Distributor Articles, which have over 600,000 genuine articles all categorized, and also Getty Images. Um, and we uh, are building sites for these domains to help generate traffic for those domains and generate some revenue. Um, so we do a lot of things. Then on the client side, Victor, we um, we built everything on, on Salesforce.com. And m- many of you may know Salesforce, but the reason why we chose that direction is it's robust, it's scalable, um, and it's highly secure. Mm-hmm. So those three those three reasons. So when you come into ParkLogic and you um, as login as a client. Um, you'll have everything you can possibly ever want at your fingertips, from the traditional dashboard of how my domain is performing today to things like um, uh, portfolio management. Um, uh, you can run your account by rules, so you can set business rules up, which allows you to determine which domains to keep, which domains to drop. 
Um, there's about 30 different reports from capital valuation to what's my renewal cost reports. Um, there's a lot of different features in the platform that people have never seen before where like Ron Jackson, for instance, from DN Journal said it's the most sophisticated domain management platform he's ever seen. Wow. And uh, so there's a, a lot in it. And just recently we've built a marketplace, um, uh, version one of our marketplace, where people can make offers and domains and you receive them in, in the interface. Mm-hmm. And we don't charge for that. Uh, we don't take commissions um, uh, on any of the sales or anything. So it's, um, it's, it's an added feature for our customers. And uh, the the other thing we've uh, we've partnered with uh, c- companies such as Key Systems, so we're providing registrar features, which uh, greatly reduce prices, like dot com sub eight bucks, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and this sort of thing. So the the platform itself has an enormous amount in it, and I'd love to show people and take people through it um, and uh, to demonstrate. Well, I tell you, I. I- Back to our first part of our conversation, talking about the changes in the industry in respect to the uh, uh, changes that the search engines have have made Google and Yahoo, and how it's had an impact on um, on, on our business and in the domain industry. Uh, you being able to tap into direct advertisers and affiliate programs, in addition to the Google and Yahoo, um, actually, you know you know, reduces some of that risk, I would think, and, and gives people uh, more control, specifically if you're going with direct advertisers and affiliates, you have a lot more control over over your, your names and and uh, less at risk to the uh, changes in, that, that are invoked uh, upon the industry by Google and Yahoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I completely agree with you, Victor. Like it's, um, if, if you're managing your domain portfolio via spreadsheet, you're going to have rocks in your head. Like it's it's nuts, um, and or if you're managing it by trying to build your own system, it's just not worth it. Mm-hmm. I think one of the problems that many domainers do is that is they go on and say, "Oh, I don't believe it unless I build it myself," and uh, but they value their time at zero. It, it, it's sort of like this whole strategy of I'm going to build out ten thousand domains. Like no one can build out ten thousand. <laughs> Not very well, anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. It's like uh, I sat at a conference, um, and I, I was on a panel at a conference, and people were talking about building out, and I was, I was listening to this. I'm going, there is no such thing as building out. There is building a business. If you're building out, it's just a sophisticated page to uh, um, to go to go along and get more clicks. Yeah. Uh, you're building a business. I, I, part of the risk management strategy we recommend to our clients is take two domains that you're passionate about and build them into a real business. I've done the same thing for myself. I have Downwind.com, and uh, Downwind.com is an aviation site. Why I'm a pilot as well. I love flying. It's an aviation site in the Australian market, and I get about 30% of the pilots now in Australia to it every month. And... It's a build, I built a little business there, and it helps pay for all my flying and all that sort of stuff, so I love it. Nice. Um, yeah, and that's domainers need to do that. And don't go along and say, I can go along and build out these thousand domains because you can't do it. There's not the management focus to do it properly. Yeah. 
Michael, I'm I'm personally am a person that loves statistics. I like to measure things and be able to see things and track things. And and there's uh, in, in looking at domains and trying to take and see patterns and um, correlations and so forth is is a uh, is a challenge because there's a lot of things that just don't make sense. But I see that you've got this this uh, thing called a domain risk index or DRI. Uh, where you measure, uh, you know, a, a portfolio against the industry as a whole on 20 different metrics. Um, and I'm reading. I just, I just went to the DN Journal site and was reading a little bit about it. Can you explain what that uh, domain risk index is and and how that is important? Yeah, sure thing. Um, what we what we did was we said, look, how can we create the Dow Jones for the domain industry? And uh, and. So we got the about twenty different metrics from dealing with click-through rates, stability um, for, on the EPC, um, to a whole stack of things. We did a lot of statistical analysis, and we said on a scale of zero, which is really high risk investment, to one hundred, which is no risk at all. Where does the domain industry actually um, reside? So we got we treat the industry as all park logic domains. And we've got enough domains, we have a statistical sample now. And we found the industry sitting around about 58. Mm-hmm. So it's just above the middle. But then we said, okay, well, let's go along and measure a person's account. And so let's imagine your account is sitting at, um, uh, at 30. Then you're actually twice as risky, roughly speaking, your portfolios are twice as risky as an investment than the industry. Hmm. <clears throat> so let's imagine the industry is um, currently offering uh, two years revenue for a portfolio to make the maths easy. Then if anyone offers you more than one year for your demand, you should take it. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it, it does. It does. But, I yeah. mean... It's people. People would like to have something that that straightforward in which to take and make you know business decisions on, because otherwise it's just going with your gut, and that's not always uh, a good thing to go with. Yeah. So what we end up doing was we then have, have built another system, which is um, we create an index value across time for every single domain uh, that's on Park Logic. We then uh, dropped that into another graph. We said, okay, how many domains and which domains are in each risk band from like 0 to 10, 10 to 20, 20, 30, and so forth. Uh, so you can now segment in Park Logic. You can segment your portfolio on a financial risk basis. So you can look at your domains and say, okay, I've got 20 domains in the 30 range. If someone offers me two years revenue for those ones, I'll sell them every time. But there's not a chance I'm going to sell the ones that are sitting in the 80 range, way above the industry sort of standard for two years' revenue. Right. And so what it allows is um, ParkLogic customers to actually buy and sell domains a lot more intelligently than the average domainer out there. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, so you guys are real selective. You mentioned that up front too. You're real selective about who you take on as a customer. Um, yes. you, want, you want good quality names. So are you still taking more customers? Is that something that's still open? or? or? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, are, we, we were very selective. And like I said, a number of months ago now, we opened up the platform a lot more to accept um, a wide range of domain owners. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the things we've instituted to try to get even a a bit of a hurdle for people to get over, over we've actually instituted a monthly fee. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, we have, like, 20 bucks a month. It's 20 bucks a month, plus we take a percentage of the uh, commission which uh, of the um, revenue. And uh, the reason why I put the $20 a month is we found that it, it weeded out a lot of the tire kickers and because we want to deal with serious domainers, even at 20 bucks a month. We thought 50 that may be a bit more, too much of a sting for some people. But 20 bucks, if someone doesn't, doesn't want to pay 20 bucks, then we probably actually don't want to deal with them. Right. Now, do you deal with, um, do you work with TLDs other than .com? Yeah, absolutely. We, we work with anything. Okay. We work with all the CCTLDs. One of the reasons why we partner with Key Systems is, uh, as a registrar, and we're, we're building a very close relationship with them, is um, because they have the most CCTLDs in the, in the world covered in their registrar. And, and are those yeah. uh, are those CCTLDs and, and alternate uh, TLDs? Um, you know, or do they do they monetize? Do you see good monetization? Are they monetizing well in in your system? Because uh, because you got some more variety other than just traditional PPC, um, and and that's one of the things that a lot of people are frustrated. They have got uh, big portfolios or, or sizable components within their portfolio of of uh, alternate TLDs and uh, yep. CCTLDs, and like where do we go? How do we make how do we make money with these? It's 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 something that's pushed off into the future, and someday I'll make money with it. So is it something that they can make money with now if they if they do it right. Yeah, absolutely. Put it this way, I personally am involved in portfolios which have lots of DEs, ATs, NLs, um, INs, co-UKs. My first sort of really big portfolio I built was a co-UK portfolio. Really? Um, Yeah, absolutely. And and the the, the reason why is that I looked at the market and said um, there seems to be a lot of people playing in the Comnet org space. Mm -hmm. I'll let them deal with that. And I'll just take the rest of the world thinking. <laughs> yeah, and so I just let everyone fight over comm.org. Everyone kept on saying comms are where it's at and everything. I'm going, yeah, you know, you're right. The comms are obviously of higher value and everything like that. But you know what? I could probably pick up a whole lot of CCTLDs um, for a fraction of the cost and as an aggregate be worth probably 10 times the value of comms. Yeah. With great yeah. keywords and so forth. Yeah, yeah. It's, and I'm a, I'm a traffic guy. I'm still trying to work out some some analytics of how to properly um, value non-traffic domains. But um, I, I really wrestle with that. <laughs> <laughs> so I I know um, also that you're you're working with. Uh, um, you're working on I just my mind just went blank here with uh, Adam Adam Dicker too, right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, we're working close, very closely together, and um, we've set up so that Pack Logic is providing a uh, it's like a monetization solution for DN4 members. Wow! And um, yeah, so that's going really well. So we're very excited about that. And Adam's a fantastic guy, and any domainer who does not know DN4 needs to get on there straight away. Oh, and you know, absolutely. he's doing a lot of great things for the industry. Like he set up uh, the Domain Name College and stuff like that to help out new um, new domain owners and to get them educated and that sort of stuff. And to be quite blunt with you, like you look at the fees to join the college, and 
I, I, I sort of question, like, Adam, why are you doing this? And Because this is not worth his while. And, and, he's, and his attitude is, I want to put something back in the industry. And there's people like Adam that um, yeah, this industry needs to look to and really uh, tip their hat to and say, you're, you're, you're going out of your way for the benefit of this in, industry, and well done. I, I totally agree. Every every opportunity or every time in my past, which has been many, where I've had a chance to uh, uh, work with with Adam or, or speak to him, he's been nothing but uh, professional and uh, and a gentleman and and caring and and all above board. So you got yourself a good partner there. Uh, how can tell us how people can um, uh, contact you uh, to learn more about Park Logic? Yeah, sure thing. Um, the the easiest way to contact me is actually just send me an email. Um, is mgilmore at parklogic.com. That's G-I-L-M-O-U-R, not O-R-E. Mm-hmm. It's G-I-L-M-O-U-R at parklogic.com. And uh, we can take you through the system and, or, or one of our, um, the staff, parklogic staff can take you through it. We also have three people will be at um, Traffic in Fort Lauderdale. So looking forward to that. We're sponsoring the event. And uh, we look forward to meeting people there. Um, uh, it's, uh, I think that when we take them through, through the, the, the domainers through the platform and they see that what we have, they, half the time they've got to pick their, we've got to pick their jaw up off the floor because they think, my goodness, there's so much in this. And you're right, it's a professional domain management platform. A professional asset management platform. So we have people like private equity players use our platform to manage their their investments, uh, domain investments, and that sort of stuff. So it's not. Uh, some people said, "Oh, there's too much in here. Can you please cut it back?" No, it's for the professional domainers. If you yeah. plan on being a professional domainer or are a professional domainer, you will not have seen a platform like this before, um, and it is really very high end. And it, things will just be at your fingertips. Well, you've you've given our, our listeners a lot of good reasons to uh, uh, go check the service out, um, and and we appreciate you uh, taking the first half of the show and, and addressing more of a uh, a bigger picture the industry. Well, the industry in which you you're, you and your business uh, operates in, but uh, taking it from a, a perspective of the whole industry. Appreciate you doing that, and and I also want to mention, folks, is. Um, if you if you think that you might recognize Michael's name, most of you have been around for a while. You, you know Michael. If you're new to the industry, but the name seems familiar, he he is also an active blogger, uh, and and his uh, blog site is called Whizbang Blog Michaelgilmore.com which is light. <laughs> so how did you come up with the name Whizbang's Blog? Where did that come from? That, that, that's let me tell you. That, it's quite embarrassing. Uh, many years ago, when I used to play games with my friends, um, I don't know when you're a kid, you get nicknamed a name and that sort of stuff. So I was Whizbang. And uh, when I first entered the um, domain industry, and you sign on to the forums and stuff like that, you sort of think, "Well, you need to have a pseudo name." And so I put Whizbang in. I just became known as Whizbang. Yeah. And it just it just ended up st- sticking. So. If you ever look at yourself, sort of say, "Well, what was my nickname at school?" Then you probably need to be terrified at this point in time. 
Oh my God. Well, Michael, I do appreciate you being uh, again on, on Domain Masters, and I really look forward to seeing you at the uh, traffic show in a few weeks down in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Look forward to having you here, and I, I know you're going to be speaking on a panel there, and we certainly look forward to uh, hearing you on that panel. And and uh, folks, yeah, I really encourage you to uh, uh, check out Park Logic. It, it it is a a service that. Uh, I think it's time is here, and especially in, in lieu of all that's happening in the industry, uh, you need to you need to work smarter, and and you need to uh, you know put your put your domain inventory in a, in a place and on a platform where it's it's going to perform for you. And if you you happen to pick the wrong one, then where you got some options to switch to something something that's going to work a little bit better. And and uh, Michael's a person that I I trust. Uh, uh, immensely, and, and I know that you're in good hands with the, the likes of uh, Michael Gilmore and Adam Dicker. So thanks again, Michael, for being on Domain Masters. Thanks a lot for that, Victor. Really appreciate it. and look forward to seeing everyone in traffic. All right. Well, folks, we've come to the uh, close of another edition of uh, Domain Masters. Again, you've been listening to uh, Michael Gilmore. Uh, my name is Victor Pitts. I'm the host of Domain Masters. You're listening to it on webmasterradio.fm. Come back next week for another exciting episode of Domain Masters. You can listen to our archives on uh, Webmaster Radio. They have an archive site there as well as on iTunes, Google, and Yahoo. So, folks, until next week, I hope that you're each the master of your domain. 